0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time. The best there is, the best there was, and the best
1: there ever will be. And you know it. With a tear in my eye. The queen of the crop. Acknowledge me. Everybody, never a shortage of things to talk about in the world of professional wrestling. It's episode 327 of Top Robe Nation. Uh, this show, the planning for this episode certainly took a turn and not for the better today on Thursday. A lot of breaking news for us to discuss tonight. Not, not exactly a fun topic to talk about, but an important topic nonetheless. I'm Ryan Drosty here with Justin Joint. Jesse Velasquez will not be joining us today but you will hear from him on Sunday. More on that here in a little bit. Uh, Justin, you know, before we get to some, honestly, some pretty depressing topics tonight to start the show, but the story everyone's talking about, we're going to get to it, but hopefully we can be a little positive right now. What do you have in the glass? And uh, how's it going tonight,
0: sir? Well, I have certainly been better. <laughs> uh I have a little, as my kid would say, a dude's trip this weekend. Uh, me and a buddy and my, my kid are going up to Minneapolis to visit another friend. And so, of course, I woke up this morning with a tickle in the back of my throat. Mm, uh, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm keeping it clear tonight. Uh, just going with a little g and T.
1: A good choice. A good choice. I, I switched it up a little bit. Shout out to our friend, Frank Petiani. Got a little yellow rose bourbon tonight. Good stuff. Some good stuff. But I've been feeling a little off, Justin. But so far, it started with that tickle. And it hasn't hit me totally full on. I've been kind of in and out. But
0: yeah, go ahead. Oh, man. I hope my little tickle can at least hold off until Monday. That'd be nice. Uh, I was actually, this is kind of neither here nor there. Nobody, most people won't care. But I was going to text you earlier. uh, our, Our local liquor store is not going to be getting Parish Brewery beers anymore. They, they lost that distributor. Oh, so no. No more ghosts in the machine for us, which I am extremely up. sad about. That's not good. I think not I good. have two left in my fridge. Mm. Guys, if you're tuning in to
1: Top Rope Nation for the first time, I see we've got a pretty big audience right now. Make sure you hit that like button. Share the podcast with somebody. Share the video here. We're streaming live on YouTube. We're on uh, Twitch as well twitter x and uh yeah subscribe where you're here we would greatly greatly appreciate that and a shout out to all of our patrons who support this show and make things possible for us all right justin we're gonna get right to it because higher numbers right now than usual and and i'm sure people are tuning in to hear all the latest and what's going on with this big big story that broke this morning lions in the nfc championship (laughs) No. Unfortunately, I, I would it. I would much rather talk about that than what we're about to talk about. <laughs> um yeah. Uh this, sorry, I was laughing because of the chat. Yes, we do have to find the ghost in the machine mule. That is that is for sure. It's great stuff. Uh this not so good, Justin. Uh this Vince McMahon. Uh we 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 know we know Vince is not a great human being. This is a man who has a track record of Four decades of questionable behavior. Of course, lots of NDAs out there over the course of his career that we've been made aware of over the last few years. There's been lots of scandals in the WWE and the WWF over the years if you've been following wrestling for a long time, including steroid scandal, another sex scandal. And today we got another wrinkle on a sex scandal, and this is real bad stuff. Um, You can read all about it online. I would recommend people check out the... It's about 65, 67 pages. You can read the full lawsuit if you want all of the details. I mean, there's screenshots out there on social right now, if that's your thing. It is a tough, tough read. I read the whole thing this afternoon, and it is vile. I mean, if what is alleged in this lawsuit is actually true, which look we're gonna we're professional we're gonna say alleged that being said Vince McMahon's track record doesn't give him you know a lot of faith in defending himself maybe amongst the masses but he will have the right to defend himself but when you read through this I could I had to like stop and walk away for a while it is so vile so evil so disgusting that it makes you question even being a wrestling fan you know I'm Obviously, we love pro wrestling and have our whole lives. It makes me thankful that there are other companies that you can support. Now, I'm not going to make this a WWE versus AEW or New Japan or Impact or anything like that. But there are other choices, which is good. For a long time, there wasn't here in North America, really, when it comes to big league wrestling. And every dollar you spent went to this guy's pocket. And when you read these allegations, Justin, you do not want another penny going to this man. Because, again, what is alleged? Makes him sound like a monster. It is horrid. And, you know, I know you've, you've been reading up on what's been going on. I'm going to get into the, the lawsuit. I'm going to read kind of the introduction for people who haven't read it. And, and we'll talk about just the basics of what the case is as alleged. Um, again, I'm not going to get into the, the super nasty, horrific details. You can find that online. Uh, but Justin, your, your initial reactions
0: to this story. I means just the, the cycle of emotions, you know it's it's sadness, it's anger and it's embarrassment. Uh, it's embarrassment like you already said about you know being a supporter of professional wrestling. I mean this industry has an incredibly dark and lurid history, you know not just WWE. Um, although they certainly seem to be leading the pack. Um, you know, I'm supposed to be embarrassed for being a wrestling fan because I'm, I'm a grown-ass adult who watches other men in, in sparkly outfits and underwear uh, pretending to fight each other. Uh, but now I'm embarrassed because I, I think to a certain extent uh, a lot of us have been watching WWE with maybe – blinders on or we we've kind of wanted to ignore some of this stuff you, you you know you've talked about some of the scandals that uh vince mcmahon has gone through in the past but you know even if you just watch the on-screen product it, it feels like he's just screaming at you about how much of a horrible person he is uh and then when you when you read You know, some of the stuff in these reports, it just it just kind of confirms what I think, you know, whether or not you voiced it out loud. But, you know, what we probably believe deep down that this guy that we've been following for decades, the product that we've been watching, uh, he's just not a good person. Um, And like you said, we've been we've put a lot of dollars in his pocket and, you know, having a podcast, we've promoted him for years and years now, now granted, you know, last few years, uh, you and me have, have not enjoyed the deputy product, but you know, we still watch it. We still talk about it. And, and today was the first time that I truly considered being done with it. And the horrific thing about these allegations is that? I, I think we used to be able to justify it by saying it's Vince McMahon, you know. Then, then they got rid of him, but he came back. And, you know, at least he's not in charge anymore. We got Paul Levesque there, you know, but it certainly seems that this, the tentacles of this, goes way beyond just Vince McMahon, and and that there are some uh, deeper seated issues with that company that just it just feels. Dark man, it's just it, the entire thing just feels shitty, and then you know, and of course, you got you know, you think about the victims and what they've gone through. Um, it's just horrific, it sucks, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Well said, it's it's again, it's not something we've looked forward to talking about today, but it's something obviously we must address. And yeah, when it comes down to it, it's about the victim. You know, I know everyone, yes, we all believe in having a chance to defend yourself, but given Vince's track record and um, given that we were somewhat familiar with the story already, not the details. This is the same story that led to Vince being investigated by the board back in 2022, but now we're getting more details on it. When you read the lawsuit. This could just be the beginning. I mean, there are multiple people involved in this and covering this up. And if this is as alleged, I mean, it's this is gonna, the domino effect could really shake up that company. Big time, big time names people are all familiar with. And when you read through it, it's Vince is named, John Laurinaitis is named. And then another person who clearly is Brock Lesnar, just by the description. They talk about, you know, the contract negotiations with this WWE star who was the former UFC heavyweight champion. So it's, it's clearly <laughs> Brock Lesnar when you read through it. He's not named specifically. Um, but like the way the lawsuit alleges this all went down, I mean, this is just he's made out to be a predator. Um, mm-hmm. He seized on this woman when she was in a extremely weak point in her life and then basically entrapped her sexual abuse by him and many others um, emotional abuse. Let me just, I'm just going to read the court filing itself. It's 67 pages. I will not read the whole thing, but I'm going to read the intro because I think a lot of people just haven't read this and maybe you're listening or you're watching and you want to hear, you know what it says. And then i will kind of summarize after this intro part, the rest, because I don't want to get into the lure the details, but it says plaintiff Janelle Grant so a former employee of WWE who was the victim of physical and emotional abuse, sexual assault, and trafficking at WWE. Ms. Grant is filing this lawsuit not just to address her own suffering, but also to act for those who are afraid to speak out. WWE's billionaire founder and executive chairman, defendant Vincent K. McMahon, lived in a penthouse duplex in Ms. Grant's apartment building. The two met in March 2019 when Ms. Grant was dealing with profound grief and struggling financially. After devoting years to around-the-clock caregiving, her parents passed away. On top of that, she was unemployed and her family home was lost in her parents' bankruptcy. After her family passed away, Ms. Grant dedicated herself to finding gainful employment. Neighbors in her building provided career advice and sought her assistance with personal events. Ms. Grant used these non-paying roles and volunteer work in community initiatives to build a resume. The building's resident manager wanted to help. She messaged McMahon to ask whether he would talk to her, sharing that Miss Grant had been through hardship and would do great things if given a fresh start. McMahon enthusiastically responded, Hell yes. McMahon befriended Ms. Grant, giving her hopes of a new life with promises of a yet-to-be-determined role at WWE and showering her with attention and assurances, along with gifts like... VIP experiences at WrestleMania and, and so on. So basically what happens here without me reading page after page is Vince promises her a job. And from the first moment he meets her, it's alleged that, you know, he makes physical advances and they gradually get more and more and more. And by the time she gets employed, it's basically made clear that she's getting the job. If she's willing to do things for him and then that goes on for a while, uh, and then willing to do things for people he works with, like John Laurinaitis, uh, potentially other wrestlers, on and on and on. And you see the text messages in the filing. Now, here's the thing: there's evidence here, right? Like there's screen. There are there are pictures of the text messages in the court filing. And if you're going to say, "Oh, those could be fake," you know how easily. You can, you know, in a court proceeding, prove that they are real. You know, you can subpoena the the cell phone records. And if you were making up text messages that would come out instantly. So I don't doubt that these are legitimate text messages. And what you read in the text messages from Vince are just deplorable stuff, just horrid. And he's clearly just he's alleged to be holding her Hostage pretty much like she can't get out of this relationship. She's you know, as I said, she was going through these financial hardships and Vince just is painted as someone who manipulated her when she was in this weak moment, promised her good things. She got in and then there was there was no way out. And then, you know, she's uh, taken advantage of. There are pictures and videos of her that are spread amongst the staff and the, the tech production crew at WWE and she's embarrassed, but you know you can tell Vince's they're alleging Vince is really into this kind of thing, and it goes on and on and on. And it is, again, you can read it online if you'd like, but it it makes me ashamed, if this is true, as written, to have ever put a single penny in this guy's pocket. Now, you can look at the WWE and say, you know, Vince McMahon didn't build it on his own that's true. I mean, many, many people built this company into what it is today and they profited too. But at the end of the day, Vince McMahon became a billionaire because of us. And when you read this and it, and you think in the back of your mind, if this guy is as big of a monster as portrayed in this lawsuit and you helped make him a billionaire and you got him to this point where Look, we all know this is the reality, and I hope it's not the case here if this is all true, but in the United States of America, the wealthy very seldom pay for their crimes. And if these crimes happened as is, I hope he goes away for a long time. And I hope the other people involved in this, if it's true, go away for a long time, a long, long time. And there could be plenty of people who do, because this is like sex trafficking across state lines. Um sexual abuse
0: it's bad stuff Justin yeah uh, uh, boy I don't even really know where to go from here I mean I guess first and foremost like I I am so jaded you know having witnessed I mean the entire world but you know the the US in particular you know, these past few decades, if not its entire history, where if you are white and rich, uh, you don't, uh, have to abide by the same rules and laws as other people. And so my faith in any kind of, uh, justice being served here is zero. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm kind of terrified that, uh, you know, our, our next president is going to be someone else who is an alleged criminal and sex pest. Uh, I, I kind of fully expect that to happen this fall. Um, so I Convicted honestly. Convicted on some charges already. Yes. Yeah. I, and so I, I just, I don't expect anything to come of this. Uh, you know, best case scenario. Nah, I'm not even going to say that. Never mind. <laughs> uh <laughs> It's weird, man, because I I I'm kind of approaching this a little bit selfishly. Cause like, how how do we go about following this promotion if we even choose to? And also, like, you know, our favorite thing to do is the classics. And how are we supposed to retroactively think about this company and like if if we're supposed to go back to a show where, where he's the commentator and like having to listen to him or or see him, it's just going to, it's not going to be the same as it once was. Um, But you know, God, now that I'm saying that it's so irrelevant, I'm curious about the long-term ramifications on WWE. Mm -hmm. If things, if the hammer actually comes down, because if the hammer comes down i don't think it'll just be on uh vince and what if they lose a lot of powerful people you know in one stroke of the pen what yeah. what does that mean for this product and what does it mean for professional wrestling
1: mhm yeah a lot, a lot to digest there yeah. i th- i think also with the history of the company and Vince having this reputation for not being respectful for, to women, either in real life or on screen and scripting demeaning things for women so many times over the years. And when you look back on some of that stuff now, after reading
0: this, you're like, wow, that lines up. It really, really lines uh, up. He, he did a sex trafficking storyline with Steph in 2003. So, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. This is a
1: guy who dodged jail before Like everyone thought he was going to jail back in the early nineties, you know? And if this is true, (laughs) you know, here's the other thing about this, Justin, like I said at the beginning, there's lots of NDAs out there that Vince has issued. This is a guy who, when this relationship started was in his seventies. Do you think this Mm -hmm. is the first time? just in the 70s that this kind of shit happened, Justin? I wouldn't think so. I think there's a lot of other people.
0: Yeah, it's certainly not the first time it's been alleged.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and so if this case plays out a certain way and some of those old NDAs are taken out, a lot more stories could get out there. You know, and a lot of people view NDAs as an admission of guilt in the first place, that you did something wrong, that you're even bringing that out there for someone to sign. So... The the, the the crux of the case is that Vince had her when, you know, the relationship ended when Linda found out, apparently, even though Vince and Linda haven't been together in years, just, you know, they're legally married. But apparently she found out about it, the relationship ended and he made her sign this NDA promising three million dollars and she got a million dollars. Then Vince stopped paying. <laughs> and so since Would Vince you- stopped paying. She's saying that uh, only a million was paid, and so she's going to seek to void the agreement and also unspecified financial damages.
0: Go ahead. I was just going to say, thank God he stopped paying in order for this to all come up, because otherwise it, it just would have been swept under the rug. Yeah. You know, I'm, you know I, I, I hope she gets her money, but I, I think ultimately this was a good thing as far as hopefully justice, you
1: know? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, this, um,
1: I just had something on the top of my mind. What was I going (laughs) to say? No, no, it was when you were just finishing and I had it and I lost it. There's just so much going. I got so many things open that I wanted to read from. Um, Oh, the investigation that the WWE board of directors did in 2022 headed up by Vincent, Stephanie, or not Vince and Stephanie, Hunter and Stephanie, She, the defendant here, not the defendant, the accuser, Ms. Grant, she claims that she was never even contacted for that investigation, even though she was willing to talk. If that's true, that's really damning too. So, I mean, this is damaging for Vince. This is John Laurinaitis. If this is true about him, what has this guy contributed to this industry? He's been known for years as being someone who was bad at his job that people didn't like. Vince keeps bringing him around, and then he behaves in this way. As alleged in the lawsuit, I mean, he's toast. Brock Lesnar doesn't come off great in this law. I see the chat saying "a Brock at the Royal Rumble." Can't put Brock Lesnar in the Royal Rumble with this story out there. He comes yeah. off bad too, man. Fuck Brock Lesnar if this is true. Exactly. Uh so. It's it's going to be interesting to see play out. I hope justice is served if all of this is accurate as depicted in the lawsuit because it is extremely troubling. Now, Vince is currently, you know, we all know that he resigned and then he retired and then he was brought back and then TKO was formed. And he's currently the TKO executive chairman is his official role. We know he's not at the head of creative anymore. Uh, TKO put out a statement today on all of this. And their statement reads, Mr. McMahon does not control TKO, nor does he oversee the day-to-day operations of WWE. While this matter predates our TKO executive team's tenure at the company, we take Ms. Grant's horrific allegations very seriously and are addressing this matter internally. They were aware of this before the company was formed. I mean, they were... they they sent out messages Mm -hmm. to their investors that this Vince situation could look bad for the company. So I I thought that was a pretty disingenuous statement. They knew all about this going in, but that was their statement. And then just, you know, tonight, just before we went on the air, there was a Vince McMahon statement put out or by his people. And I'm going to read that on the air now, because a lot of people probably have not heard that. So this is what was released to the media by McMahon's team. It reads quote, quote, This lawsuit is replete with lies, obscene, made up instances that never occurred, and a vindictive distortion of the truth. He will vigorously defend himself. End quote. That's all it says.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of your paint by numbers, nothing burger, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm just catching up with the chat over here. You guys, if you want to get your uh, chats featured on the show, we do have Super Chats open. So if you want us to talk about, you know, like if you have a question for the show, send us a Super Chat. We'll get that up on the show. Or if you just want your comment featured in the video broadcast, you can do that and support what we're doing here at Top Rope Nation. Uh, Justin, any other thoughts here?
0: <sighs> I don't think so. I, you know, I, I have a lot of thoughts, but I, I hesitate to to share them this early. I would mm. prefer to let some of this play out. There is just a lot of weird stuff. Like somebody mentioned the whole song and dance they did uh, with Vince. For you know, Steph made the entire crowd chant oh. "Thank you, Vince" when they brought him out, and, and he gave just a a blase "Then, now, forever, and most importantly, together," which is exactly what. Someone facing these kind of allegations in a position of power—that's the message they want to get out to their followers. Because you—you you watch that segment, and all—I mean, there were people bowing to him. You know, in in the moment, we were like, "What are these people doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and like, now, and now, holy shit! And it's, and it's yes, innocent until proven guilty, but you know maybe reserve some of your, your, your hero worshiping for once all the information's out. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think, you know, we don't want to send this guy to the gas chamber without, without a trial, but yeah, we're sure as shit, not going to celebrate him either. Considering the allegations.
1: I would say he should, you know, he obviously will have a chance to defend himself and he should. And if by chance this isn't true, you know, he can present that case. But as I said at the top, when you have a a reputation and you've produced the types of television that you have and demeaned women there, and you have past relationships with women and, and allegations and things like that, you just lose credibility to be thought of as innocent from the start. So he's working from behind because of a reputation that was earned over the course of 40 years. And it's on him to, you know, if the allegations aren't true, It's hard to imagine, but if it's, if they aren't true, then you have to work from behind because you've dug that grave for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you have to work from behind to prove that it's not true, but you can't look at this neutrally when you have a rap, you know, which he does and it's well-deserved. So go ahead.
0: I I don't have anything else. Go ahead. Okay. I was just going to, 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 to Brian's point in the chat here. uh, It's obviously just circumstantial, but. Uh, who walked out of the company the minute that uh, it was announced that Vince was, you know, fired or let go or released or whatever it was, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, interesting. Quite the coincidence.
1: The lawsuit alleges, I didn't even say this, that when Vince was trying to re-sign Brock, who's not named, but by description, it's clearly him, that Brock was promised favors by this woman, that Vince basically said that he could get her to do anything for him. And there's the text messages there talking about it. And um, Brock, like, asks her to do things and send them videos. And I'm not going to talk about what, what's in the videos, yeah. but it's vile, vile stuff. So, yeah, I'm just catching up in the chat here, too. Yeah, it's, I mean, Brock could go down, Laurenitis, Vince, and more people on the board, potentially, or people involved at the top of the company, other talent. I mean, who who knows? Yeah. This is just, it's just starting um, but we had to talk about it. I didn't really want to talk about it. I was kind of dreading this all day long. Uh, <laughs> we've had a, you know, a big chat going on, of course, in our Facebook group and, and talking about things as it broke, but I, I wanted to be informed about it. So I, I did read the whole court filing and if you want all the details, I would suggest you can find that it's linked everywhere. Um, and you can, you can see it's, it's a tough read, as I said, but you can, you can get all the information and you're going to walk away horrified your, your opinion, I will never be able to forget some of this stuff.
0: It's just like, I mean, I, I only bring this up because you mentioned it in the group chat on, on Facebook that I can't imagine, you know, for you as a father of daughters having mm -hmm. to read this kind of shit. Like, I mean, that has to hit in a completely different way. You know, you know, this is the kind of, this is the kind of crap that if they want to get into, you know, a big time industry that they're going to have to combat against, you know, that that you, you just you pray you raise them, you know, to be strong enough in character that, mm. you know, they, they won't succumb to kind of, you know, these monsters that are in power. But at the same time, it's like this
1: woman allegedly went through all this bad luck and was, you know, mm. in depression and at this bad point. And when you read it, it's like he's painted to like have seized on it. It's like he smelled blood in the water and he totally manipulated all this. And that's why it's so disgusting. You're right. You know, if you have daughters and you read this, it's going to really disturb you really, really bad. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of the story as we know it right now. Um, and this followed, you know, two days ago with the Netflix news, (laughs) real interesting that that happened you know two days earlier and you got the rock on the board now um you got the rock standing next to vince at on wall street at the new york stock exchange not fucking good ryan (laughs) you got um this contract revealed with with netflix for uh five billion dollars to stream raw live starting next january over the course of 10 years you know so they're paying 500 what 500 million dollars a year to air raw live it's
0: crazy crazy deal and supposedly um, they have an out after five but also yes, well, an option to extend for 10 i think another 10
1: something like it. it's something like it could get up to like 20 years or something yeah. i believe is the it's an obscene amount of money but you know they've seen what the nfl has done with amazon prime and they wanted to get into live streaming to get one of these signature properties and we know that you know WWE. I just had this in my head a second ago, and I remember so much is going through my mind right now. I don't even know how to express <laughs> everything I'm feeling. Hopefully, it's been an okay listening experience, you guys. But we know WWE is on in this. I will not call it a boom period. I have saw I have seen people calling this a boom period. To me, this is not a boom period. They're doing great business. But mainstream acceptance of wrestling or just seeing wrestling out in the public is not close to what it was 25 years ago. It's just not. They are making a lot of money though, and they are selling, moving a lot of tickets. And, we, you know, this story is going to get out there. Everyone in the wrestling world is reading all these details right now, but it just broke today. And I imagine that these details are going to get out there as this case goes on. And if you're a father and you're taking your kids to this show, at what point is this going to impact this business because we know in the past the drug trial the sex scandals in the early 90s and that drove business into this huge downturn if you want to you know hear about that go back and listen to Liam O'Rourke and and our guy Kyle on their history mm-hmm. WWE podcast uh the search squared circle gazette radio because they go through you know the early 90s and everything that was going down there and the effects on business we've seen you know a really bad situation before drive WWE business in this massive downturn. And I'm just wondering if we're going to see a a massive result. It depends on the attention the media gives it. We know our media today just loves to just jump, jump, jump story to story. And it feels like nothing sticks. This is the kind of thing though, that should stick, you know, and there are some trials, you know, Epstein, Epstein situation, all that, that that story stuck out there for a long time. And this feels like this could in the same way, if it gets the same attention, people are going to be horrified when they read these details that are alleged. And if it gets if it comes down to it, that it's proven to have happened this way, even more so. I mean, WWE business is in trouble here. This could really drive this business into a massive downturn that nobody could have expected. And Netflix has just invested, signed the contract, you know, all this money into this company. And they already got egg on their face because of this. Hmm. So, I mean, what's going to happen there? There's, there's so many what ifs beyond just the criminal proceedings that could come out of this. You know, I mean, it's, it's so hard to forecast, but this could get really ugly for this company.
0: Yeah, I, you're right. Although, you know, from what we've seen from this fan base the last few years, I, I it wouldn't surprise me if nothing changes at all. You know, like, like we just said, the allegations came out in 22, they Mm -hmm. trotted Vince out there and and the crowd cheered and bowed and just revered to this man. So I, I I have seen, it's such a small sample size, but you know, I, I've seen people mention it in the Top Rope Nation Facebook group. Uh, I've seen some people talk about it on Twitter that, you know, this is it. I'm done with them. I, I you know I think this is where I finally cut the cord and that's something I'm dealing with right now. Um, but how you know the percentage of those people that will actually go through with this mm-hmm. yeah that's another thing entirely. Yeah, that's the kind of thing where it's going to be
1: on the media to get out there. When the when the yeah. thing happened with them chanting, thank you, Vince. And again, we, I think on the pod, we're like, how cringeworthy was that? And that yeah. we didn't know the details then. We kind of knew in general what was alleged, but not these details. We didn't have the text messages that Vince McMahon wrote out and stuff. So if people actually read this stuff, I think it still could have an effect Um, just because not so many of the details were known back then. You know, I would hope if this is proven to have happened that people take a hard look in the mirror. And I had to as well, just as a producer of a podcast that's existed for almost eight years now. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about this all day today. And I'm like, do I even want to do a wrestling podcast? Now, luckily, there's other wrestling that we could talk about. And mostly we talk about AEW (laughs) because we just like the product better. It's not a personal thing. Like this could become, but it's, we like, we like the product better, but man, in the pre 2019 period, when all we really had to talk about was in North American wrestling, at least was WWE. If this story came out, I would have been like, man, I don't know. I think I'm done. I can't do it. And it's going to be tough. Like we had the Royal rumble Saturday night and I just don't care now. (laughs) It's, it's hard to, it's hard to separate this real life story. From this company now, and I know that there's hundreds of people that work there, that probably thousands when it comes down to it, who don't have anything to do with this, and the majority of them are probably shocked, although there's other people there who probably aren't shocked, and they're going to be getting called upon, I think. And you don't want to take it out on them, but like we said a little bit ago, you also don't want to put another penny in this guy's pocket if this is all mm-hmm. true, Justin. So it makes you yeah. question yourself as a wrestling fan if you want to even tune in to this promotion anymore. Yeah. I, you wonder what talent's thinking. You really wonder what talent's <laughs> thinking. Especially the, the women. You know, there was a time where if you wanted to be a, a women's wrestler and a superstar in this country, there was only one choice. Not the case anymore. So... There's a lot of soul searching that comes out of a situation like that, like this. I'll just say that. And uh, we're we're just getting started. This is day one of something that's going to go on
0: probably for years. Yep. And that's just it. There's going to be no uh, sudden resolution to this. This is going to drag on for a long time.
1: Yeah. this, uh, This Netflix deal is i I thought this was going to be the big story we're going to talk about this because it's just such an obscene amount of money but like i was told by some people in the know a while ago and i think i put this in our facebook group that if a streamer wanted them they were gonna have to pay more than cable because odds are their viewership was going to go down a little bit because streamers tend to be younger and wwe's average audience age i believe is 47 last i saw and you know people older than that a lot of them don't have streaming And so they're going to lose some of their audience. I think um, Netflix and uh, USA are in about the same amount of households, Mm -hmm. roughly. But, you know, streaming is just it's a whole different ballgame. So it'll be interesting what it does for their viewership. But, man, they're getting paid handsomely, five hundred million dollars. They were not going to get that from a cable network. That's for sure. But Netflix just wanting to get into this game now that the NFL has succeeded. And. You said it before we went on the air, maybe it was on the air, I can't remember, but you're not gonna spend one more dollar for Netflix
0: to watch Raw. <laughs> so no, not not a single charge. penny. Uh yeah. they they have been upcharging and upcharging like at a relentless rate rate for years now. Uh and I'm I just if I have to pay a penny more with my Netflix subscription to get raw, that sure shit ain't happening now. And and frankly, it wasn't even going to happen before this news broke today. I, I wasn't going to pay anything extra to watch Raw.
1: Yeah. So the SmackDown deal—I had to look this up. Um, the SmackDown rights to NBC Universal USA Network—that was five years, one point four billion dollars. So that means that they're getting what a little over two hundred. about 200 and i can't do this live (laughs) (laughs) like 240 million a year or something like roughly half what this raw deal is and that's smackdown which right now is on fox and doing big viewership you know compared better than raw and the smackdown brand went to usa network for about 240 million a year they're getting 500 million a year on netflix for raw I mean, business wise, that is a hell of a move for them. Netflix pay- paid out the wazoo for this for this product, and here we are two days later, and they got the story out there. They they cannot they cannot be happy. Curtis, you're right. I do need a drink. Justin, talk.
0: <laughs> yellow rose. Here we go. Uh, well, I mean, it, it feels silly talking about this kind of stuff after the 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 topic at the top of the show, but. I, you know, I, for a second, I got kind of excited when this was announced because it was like, Oh, this is such a great opportunity to move raw back to just two hours. Cause what the hell does Netflix care if it's two hours or three hours? But I think they've already squashed that and said, it's still going to be three hours. So uh-huh. even just beyond possibly having gonna, to pay more, have some ads. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't know. Everything to me about this has just been a failure. Um, I I think if you're you're them, the silver lining is because you have a younger audience with Netflix, that Mm -hmm. maybe you can hook them into the product, Uh, but we'll see we'll see what the product looks like in a year because it it could look a whole lot different.
1: That's for sure. Yeah, I think for WWE, it it is a good attempt for them to well not attempt they're getting paid but like it's a good opening for them to get some younger viewers because that demographic, yeah, you'll see kids at the shows, but you're pulling from like geographically all over the place for those live events. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, you know, I'm around teenagers all the time at work. I can't remember the last time I saw a wrestling shirt. And I mean, this is hundreds of kids every day teaching. So it's the, it's just not there with that younger generation. It hasn't been in a long time. So maybe streaming will catch their attention. We'll see. Uh, great stuff going on in the chat room, you guys. Yeah. I yeah. am uh, enjoying keeping up with this. I appreciate all of you tuning in live because you know you're making it easier on us to react to some of these chats when we're talking about a difficult topic. Gabe's talking about the the past scandals, Rita Chatterton. Yep. I mean, that's part of Vince's history. So it makes it hard to believe in. Well, he could be in this I guess he could be, but it's this guy's done a lot of bad shit and uh,
0: also the comment about uh, you know, them being on multiple platforms now, which is what MLB is going through. That's what almost every sport is going through right now. You you almost need at least two, you know, cable or streaming services in order to watch all of any sport. You know, that's what I'm going through as a soccer fan. Like I I, I have yeah. to have YouTube TV and I have to have Peacock, and which is nice. You know, it's nice that I can justify my Peacock sub- subscription now through my Tottenham fandom and not uh WWE. But uh I mean th- all sports are going through that right now. Yeah. The other byproduct
1: of this deal is that the WWE network outside of here is going to end um in January. They're going to migrate their stuff over to Netflix and I don't know how much of it's going to get over there. Like are they really going to put that whole archive on Netflix? I mean, they'll have to design it kind of like Peacock with a WWE section, I guess. But, man, I'm worried that we're going to lose a lot of that classic footage. And this is this is the argument for still owning physical media or having like a hard drive with the shows on it and stuff. Because they can just pull that stuff and it's gone. Remember when we went through this when Peacock launched and we were doing classics and a lot of those shows vanished? And it took them months to upload them from the old network here in the U.S. up to Peacock? It took a while and I don't know, I don't, I would be shocked if the entire archive ends up on Netflix. We'll see, but that's, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of programming. And we had been jealous, you know, that the overseas audience still had the old network and they're losing it. And now Peacock's probably going sub- to be superior superiors or what they're going to have with Netflix. But eventually this Peacock deal is going to end and we're probably going to get the same thing unless they want to you know, keep paying Whatever they are right now, I can't even remember off the top of my head. It was a big number. I think they might be paying. It's two. Is it two hundred million a year or something like that for the for the network? It's it's a, a for the old network on Peacock, something like that. It's it's crazy. So that's bad news for our overseas listeners. Yeah, the NBC Universal deal with Peacock it was a billion dollars, and if it's five years, then that would be. 200 million a year. I can't remember. I, I, that seems right to me. I'm just going off the top of my head. You guys can correct me in the aftermath. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure they will. It's, it's something like that. It's like a couple hundred million dollars a year for that. So if if they want to keep it, I mean, I don't know about you. It's the only reason I have Peacock. Well, well, premier league probably for you too. I Mm -hmm. watch that here and there, but
0: I don't know if I'll keep it. We'll see. It's, it's premier league into, uh, be able to podcast our classics. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and Zeus mentioned, yeah, Netflix doesn't have separate sections except for the kids. True. They'd have to redesign it.
0: And I think they would. If they're, if they're paying this kind of money for something, then they're, they're going to redesign a little bit.
1: And he confirmed it is 200 million a year. Whew. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because otherwise, it'd be so hard to find anything where you just have to search for it. I mean, they would yeah. have to have a specified section, and what a headache, man. I don't know. I think I'm going to buy like a several terabytes hard drive here pretty soon and start just banking stuff on it just in case not a
0: bad idea it's not Let's a see. bad
1: idea we'll see so we got that going on we got the rock back involved now he's on the board of directors uh what does that mean for wrestlemania you know he continues to tease this roman reigns thing he owns uh Dwayne got the rights to the rock name as part of this deal um, all of this is just, all this happening at the same time. It's a lot to talk about. I, I, I think WrestleMania, Justin, do you think the rocks are going to wrestle WrestleMania this year?
0: <clears throat> Honestly, I'm starting to lean that way. Are you? Yeah. Cause I just don't like, he's kind of talked about it or teased it a little, little bit in, in more yeah. than one place. And especially, you know, getting on, what is it? He's on the TK board of directors or something like that now. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I just don't know why he would be talking about it now unless it was an actual possibility. And it sure seems like, you know, some of the storylines that they've been leaning into going into the Royal Rumble. Would leave you, lead you to believe that uh, guys that you would expect to be possible winners might be having something else to do. So, yeah, I, I honestly think it's a possibility now. Which, in my opinion, fucking stinks. I'm wondering if it'll be at next year's WrestleMania
1: rather than this year's. And they're using wordplay about the possibility of WrestleMania. I, I'll believe it when I see it. He's got a train to do a full-on singles match a lot. So, I mean, if it's happening, I, I'm sure he's training right now. But I think, yeah. I don't know, man. I would I would still bet against it this year. We'll see. It might happen. I mean,
0: Who knows he, at this point? He could be training. We don't know. I mean, yeah. he very well could be training for months now. It's one of those things where, so, like, I heard
1: when he made that reference in that promo about sitting at the head of the table and everyone went crazy that he ad-libbed that. They had no idea he was going to mm-hmm. say that. So,
0: but I mean, but he's that kind of superstar that can do that and they're going to have to be like, oh, is this possible? Is he like telling us something here? Maybe we yeah. need to make a switch because, uh, you know, honestly, God, it's so fucking weird talking about the Royal rumble now. Cause it just feels so irrelevant. And I just honestly couldn't care less who wins at this point, but which is unfortunate real quick. It's unfortunate because for the first time in years, They've actually built up some interesting storylines and angles between wrestlers going into the Rumble, which I feel like we have not seen for the longest time. Uh, And now all that just feels irrelevant. But now I forgot where I was going with it. God damn it too much going on right like you said
1: (laughs) this is this is hard to keep my brain on track on this show there's just so much happening i got you know feeds up to see if any other news breaks while we're on the air about all of this uh zoo's talking about in the chat could they hold it off for a whole year i don't know like is his movie schedule really going to slow down though that could be the thing this guy's got so much stuff going on now he's on the board of directors you know he's got the football merger that's happened now too I mean, he might really, really slow down on the movies just because business-wise he has so much going on. I'm sure we're going to see Zoa Energy Drink promoted on Raw and SmackDown here pretty soon. Yeah, (laughs) so Justin needs a drink. Yes, he does. Um, we We were planning on previewing the Royal Rumble on this show. I suppose we should do some predictions, Justin. I know it's hard to get in the mood for this after all this shit that's happened today, but fuck it, we'll do it live. Let me pull up the Royal Rumble card. Uh, who do you got went in the men's rumble? We'll just start there.
0: Um oh, I kind of I think this is where I was going with what I was talking about earlier is obviously everybody thinks if you just wipe out the rock stuff, we all assume it has to be Cody Rhodes, you know, to, to get back to Rhodes and and range too. But it's like I I never thought, you know. You know, for the past few months, that Cody needed to win the Royal Rumble to get there. In fact, in fact, I didn't think that made sense. And then you factor in like the history of uh, past winners. Who who are the back to back winners? It's it's Hogan. It's Austin. It's HBK. Wouldn't Cody kind of feel like the outlier? In that regards, like I, I don't feel like he's quite on that tier. Now, hey, maybe beating Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40 w- would put him on that tier, but that never made any sense to me. I always thought that the winner of this year's Royal Rumble would unfortunately go on to challenge uh, whoever held Seth Rollins' world title or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Just so dumb. What it's so dumb. Why you would challenge for that title instead of the one that's been held by Roman Reigns for over a thousand days? Um, I I would I would think there's a small chance that maybe Rock could pop up at number thirty, win it, and then boom. Now we know. Uh, but other than that, I I'm kind of believing the rumors. That it's going to be Gunther and Gunther's going to go on and challenge Seth Rollins. How about yourself? Sorry, for, I'm just rambling tonight.
1: Man.
0: <laughs> I, I'm i leaning towards Punk
1: right now. With Really? Tra- yeah, with Punk still challenging Rollins. I know they wow. hinted at the stuff with Gunther and everything on Raw, but it seems logical to me. You know, I don't know that. Cody's going to go he could win it he could go back to back it seems very predictable but punk I guess seems predictable too but it's at least a little more fresh it's wild that this guy has been around for two months and not wrestled on tv it's just been like so boring and then this last Monday though mm-hmm. that promo that he had with Cody was very good I really enjoyed. It. I put that out on our Twitter feed. Like those those guys were hitting, they were firing on all cylinders on Monday night. That was easily the best promo Punk has had um since returning. I d- I just feel like I think the card is still gonna kind of shake out how we've thought. And I think despite the injury, you're gonna get Rollins and Punk at Mania. They could throw a curveball, but I guess that's good that we don't know for sure. I mean, like last year we all knew Cody was going to win and it played out that way. And sometimes the obvious winner is fine. Uh, But I, I don't know, man, it's, it's tough to say. I could see it going your way, but I'll, I'll go with
0: punk. I just, I, my gut feeling tells me that we're going to get punk doing a very light heel turn and he's going to eliminate Cody. And then, whether it be Gunther or somebody else will then eliminate punk and it's going to set up punk and Cody for WrestleMania. Yeah, that
1: wouldn't be bad. I like that scenario. Should I I address this dipshit in the chat or no? (laughs)
0: Which, which one?
1: I, (laughs) Oh man, this is funny. I don't usually call out people for being dumb. Sometimes we do on the pod. There was some guy in our chat that said unsubscribing didn't know y'all were woke what's woke about talking about allegations of sexual assault, you fucking dumbass? What 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 exactly is woke about that? We're describing an allegation. I don't know what we said, Justin, that was woke <laughs> tonight, but you know what's even funnier about this dumbass in our chat is that he said that several minutes ago and i finally typed in the chat don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out and he said i won't this jackass was still watching get the fuck (laughs) out of here you're a fucking dipshit all right moving on moving on what a fucking moron (laughs)
0: oh i like it whoa feisty tonight
1: oh man woke because we talked about sexual assault so like everyone Vince has to be innocent, according to this guy, whose main picture looks to be him with a woman. Go tell that woman that you think everyone who accuses somebody of sexual assault is lying. I bet she'll really like that. Get the fuck out of here, you moron. <laughs> what a fucking dipshit. Total moron. Uh, blocked.
0: All right, sorry. Go on. Love it.
1: Go on. Oh, what an idiot. Seriously, I don't, I just, I don't know I, how to I, w- I wasn't going to talk about it until he was still watching several minutes after he said, unsubscribing. Like what a, what a tool bag. Yeah. Oh, he Love must be it. new to the show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. Uh. So I guess I'll, I will just say this. My main prediction is that outside of rock, the possibility of rock that whoever wins is going to be challenging Seth Rollins. Which stinks.
1: Yeah. Agree.
0: But like, but like I was saying, like I was, I was actually getting excited for the show because they have been teasing so many interesting angles with like There's so many different Punk ways. To Cody, oh, yeah. Punk and Drew, you know, the Gunther and Seth stuff. Like it, 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 it's been so much good stuff. And now I don't even, I, I, I know I'm not going to watch it, but I don't think I'd watch it even if I could.
1: Yeah. Let's talk about the women's rumble. I think there's some intrigue in this one too. I could see this going, you know, different ways. They've been teasing the, the Becky Rhea Ripley match. I actually think though Bailey's going to win the rumble, and it's going to set up her and Io Sky, you know, with hmm. the, what's happened with Damage Control and everything. I think that's the way it'll go, and they'll get to Becky and Rhea some other way. I'll, I'll go with Bailey on this one. What do you think? Um.
0: Oh man, I just, full confession, I I, I don't watch Raw and SmackDown regularly, so I don't feel like I have a good grasp on where the women's division is at right now. I've seen a lot of uh, Bailey and Ripley talk, which I don't, that doesn't really do much for me. I'm curious if there's any chance that Charlotte could be healthy in time, that she would pop back up and we'd get... Charlotte and Ripley three at WrestleMania. Mm, I hope not. <laughs> I mean, the match last year was excellent, but I don't want to see that. I guess the thing is like, is is there anybody? Well, I guess, okay, here's the question. Do you think Bailey would then go on to beat EO sky for the title? Mm,
1: I could go either way on that. I don't think it's very obvious either, either direction. I'd have to see how it plays out on, on television. I'm. I yeah. I, don't, I couldn't say either way right now. I mean, it I guess kind of. It would traditionally you would think yes. You know, because she's been booted from this group and she's gonna you know come back and get her revenge and stuff. Yeah, like Zeus says, the face turn. In tr- I think in a traditional sense, you would maybe do that,
0: but man, I like Eos. is so good. I'd like yeah. to see her, her keep it selfishly. Yeah, I I guess that's my thing right now. Is I I, I don't see like. What you want from your Royal Rumble winner is somebody who's kind of on the upswing uh, with fans, and you would Mm -hmm. assume that they're going to go on and win. And to me right now, there's nobody in the women's division that feels uh, hot enough to go, you know, to really grab the fans' uh, imagination to go on to win at WrestleMania. So, Um. Yeah, I can't say I'm really looking forward to the Women's Royal Rumble this year. Uh, They've got some work to do, as far as I'm concerned.
1: Uh, Adam asked in the chat about the Okada story. There was that story from uh, a wrestling magazine, I think, who put it out on Twitter, that he was signed with WWE and going right to NXT. And he, you know, that would be a terrible move. You sign Okada and you send him to NXT? That's in like this version of NXT, which is truly developmental versus in the past when they had like the indie stars there and stuff. So that story was said to be not accurate. It doesn't mean that WWE is not getting him and they could sign him and maybe he'll shock you and he'll appear. But you know, for him to even come to the rumble, they would have to get special. They'd have to get special permission from new Japan because his contract's not up yet. It's not totally out of the, out of the realm i know aew feels pretty solid about their chances of signing okada i think the betting odds are still with aew doesn't mean it can't happen but the story about him have already agreed and he's going to nxt that was premature Uh, i know fightful had a report out about this too where they said that that was not accurate and that that stunned people at wwe when they saw that so yeah that is that is not accurate uh, uh,
0: yeah. S- sending Okada to NXT is just insanity. The, the The thought that their regular audience wouldn't know who he is, which, you know, maybe a large portion wouldn't, but I, I also think a large portion would. And then the rest of them would just, you know, follow along.
1: Yeah. So as you said, uh, did New Japan allow that with AJ and Shinsuke? You know, I remember when that story broke and it shocked everybody, but we knew like with Wrestle Kingdom happening, right? That it was happening, that they were on their mm-hmm. way out. So we knew about that well in advance. It was still a bit of a surprise though when AJ was in the rumble. I remember that, but um the fact that they were like Shinsuke was leaving Anderson and Gallows and all of that, that, that did come out in advance. They did like the, they did the farewell to, to Shinsuke, too. So I think that was a little bit different of a situation. Yeah, but it, it, could, it could happen. Like it, That's yeah. not to say... like Okada is advertised for dates in February still with New Japan that he had been advertised for, even though his contract ends January 31st. He's going to still work some of those shows. They, they could work out something. And if he was signing with WWE, he could make that shock appearance. It's certainly possible. Um, but as of right now, I know the story about NXT was premature yeah okay um so we got the men's rumble the women's rumble Reigns taking on um Orton AJ and LA Knight in this fatal four-way I mean there's no chance Roman Reigns gonna lose the title here Wrestlemania season in this match I don't think uh I'm looking forward to the match though I think it'll be an interesting match with those names in there but I think the uh the result is not in doubt Justin
0: yeah, I've seen people talk about how, like, this would be a way to get the title off of Reigns without actually beating them. And it's like, yeah. that, that sounds like literally the worst wrestling idea I've ever heard. Like, You've you have, this, have
1: the, this title loss mean more than
0: that after yeah, all this time. You need yeah. a definitive somebody ends Roman's thousand plus day title reign. And, and it's got to happen at, at a big show and not in a fatal four way. I'm sorry, you can't do that. Um, no. So there's just no question to me as to who wins this one.
1: And then the only other match on the card as of now is is Logan Paul defending the US title against Kevin Owens. What do you think on this one?
0: Uh, I guess my question is, do we think this is going to go all the way to WrestleMania? In which I, I, I'm kind of leaning that way. Mm -hmm. So I'm leaning towards uh, Logan Paul retaining, and maybe Kevin can take it off of him at WrestleMania. I agree with that because then in the build to WrestleMania,
1: they might get some more mainstream attention for Logan Paul. Well, they might be getting mainstream attention for something else, as we talked about earlier. But (laughs) booking-wise, it makes the most sense because what else are you going to slot Kevin Owens to do on the show? So I, I I think I I like yeah I agree with you I think he'll retain and then we'll get the rematch and, and Owens
0: will eventually get the title. Um, unless you have anything else on this show, can I? I need to circle back to kind of both what we think the WrestleMania 40 main main event is going to be, and, and why it might not be Cody. Okay. I keep seeing people talk about. And they're talking about it like it's coming from WWE. That they want Roman to break Hogan's record, quote unquote. And I just I need somebody to explain this to me as to why that's important, because it's not a record. It's an individual person's record like he's going to have to go. After Bruno, if he wants to beat the actual record. And honestly, right now with all the shit going on there, you, you to me, you don't want to shine a spotlight on another human being who, who hasn't had the best track record uh, mm. as a good person for years. And that's what you'd be doing is you'd be shining a gigantic spotlight on Hulk Hogan by having Roman Reigns go after his quote-unquote record. I don't, I just, I guess I don't understand why that would be important uh, for the WWE to want to, to, for Roman to surpass that.
1: Yeah, they think of it as the modern record. I guess the post going national record when Vince bought the company from his dad. I mean, you're right though. It's not really a record and I don't think it matters. If he passes it, they'll promote it on social media for like a day and then no one will care. Yeah, to me, it'd be better to finally do a title change. I, we said it last year. I still think it was a mistake to not have Cody Rhodes go over last year because it was. I, I it, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's the way it's played out. It was a mistake. So, I think I think he gotta. You got to do a title change here. The, the Roman stuff is just so stale. And I like Roman as a performer. It's just, it's the same damn thing every single time he wrestles. We got to do something different here. So, yeah, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about? I know we didn't hit AEW at all. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't watched a ton of wrestling in the last week because I had like the birthday stuff. By the way, Justin Joint was part of a surprise party for me. Last week, Justin, thank you for coming to that. Uh, That was a lot of fun. I just had family stuff going on. I haven't had a ton of time to watch wrestling. I have a backlog that I have to catch up with. So that's why we had. And plus, there was so much other big picture things to talk about tonight. We are going to be getting into the nitty gritty of what's happening between the ropes this weekend because we've got the Royal Rumble review Sunday morning. It's going to be a little bit different flavor because neither Justin or myself... Will be on that. Jesse's gonna host uh Ryan, our friend Ryan Huffman, patron of the show, longtime supporter. He's gonna be on there. And I think Jesse's maybe working on another name too. Support him, tune in to Top Rope Nation uh Sunday morning for the Royal Rumble review. Just Justin and myself will not be available for that. And then Next Tuesday night, we are recording classics over Royal Rumble 91, so if you want to hear that one, become a patron of the show. The link's here in the broadcast description, and you can tune in live or check out the, the mixed podcast afterwards. I think that's ep- episode 50 or 51 of of Top Rope Nation Classics. Looking forward to that, despite all of the, the bad stuff going on and you know with Vince and everything I those classic shows are always a lot of fun to record for us and so you can tune in live next Tuesday night for that so we have we have a bunch of content coming I know Jesse told me he's also dropping a new TRN unplugged uh, I think this weekend as well so there's gonna be multiple bonus podcasts going up on the patreon feed so for those of you who support us over there as always thank you for your support got Mm -hmm. the name scrolling across the bottom right now and if you want to join we'd appreciate it if not Subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform and support us that way and leave us a five-star review or a written review. Would appreciate that a lot. Uh, Justin, anything on your agenda before we wrap here? No, sir. I
0: think I'm good.
1: I was waiting for Mr. Matt to come back under a different username, but do you think I was too hard (laughs) on that guy,
0: Justin? No, fuck him.
1: What a tool. (laughs) All right guys, man, this has been a lot of fun. All of you in the chat, this was a blast. Keep tuning in live. It's so much fun when you guys are here live with us. We used to record these podcasts just audio only by ourselves. It's harder to do it live because you got to think on your feet, but when we can interact with all of you, it makes it worth it. So, if you're out there on the podcast feed listening, tune in to the live feed some week every Thursday night, 8:30 Central, 9:30 Eastern. And with that, Justin we're wrapping, so check out Jesse Velasquez on Sunday morning, and Justin and I will be back next Tuesday on the Patreon feed. Justin, it's been a
0: blast, sir. Appreciate it. Hey, always a pleasure talking professional wrestling with you, even if it's the grime of of this great sport we love. That's that's the thing. Is like the first half of the
1: show was difficult stuff to talk about, but the, in the end. We still had a few laughs despite all the shittiness going on. I still got to attack this tool bag in our chat. (laughs) In the end, if I make you laugh, it was worth it and interacting with the listeners. So it was still fun despite all the nastiness going on in the world of pro wrestling right Uh, now.
0: So just real quick, do you know uh, a good question in the comments? Do we have a, a time frame for that review for people on Sunday morning?
1: Um, I believe it's going to be at probably 10 or 11 central is usually when they are, I'll get it scheduled for him. We'll we'll get the, uh, if you keep checking our YouTube page, the stream will be scheduled when Jesse tells me like what time he's planning on recording, it'll be up there as like an upcoming live stream. So if you just go to our, our channel page, you'll see it there definitely by Saturday and then you'll know when you can tune in live. So Adam says the guy replied to me again, but I blocked him in the chat. So that. <laughs> he's he's speaking into the void.
0: Mm, <laughs> That's bye. funny that he con-
1: he continued to listen. Thank you for your watch minutes, sir.
0: <laughs> uh, you have a
1: tool. You're still helping us. Go tell your wife in your picture that you uh, don't believe sexual assault women and that we're woke for even talking about it. What a tool! What a tool! Can you imagine what Kyle would have said if he was still on the show? We would have had to bleep it I might have to bleep myself actually I <laughs> no problem. yeah, <laughs> you know what Justin though I can, I can do that now you know why why
0: come after me I'm a man I'm 40 <laughs>
1: that's why <laughs> oh, I love it <laughs> we'll see you guys next week have a good weekend thanks for your support <laughs> take care everybody